I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my beautiful babes. Welcome to another episode of Chatting with Chorley with me, Diane. And Milky, give us a noise, Milky. Beautiful. Bit of trap wind there from Milky. That sounded gorgeous. Must have been all that peanut butter he's been eating this morning. He's like a sloth, like a slow Norris over there. Just got his hand in a big old, big old pot of Skippy. All right, then, beautiful. Well, today's show is going to be a beautiful because we've got a wonderful guest on today. But first, I've got to tell you something. I've got it off my chest. I'm hungover this morning because I got taken out last night by guess who? Yeah. Larry and Sheena Craddock from next door. Do you remember the other week I was telling you they built that viewing platform? And I was worried about people looking through my window whilst I was getting up to my business, my personal business. Well, turns out they couldn't get planning permission. Thank God for Nikki at number 24. She complained about them. The council came down. Well, he didn't have a building permit, did he? He had to take the bleeding thing. Oh, egg on your face, March. Bleed now. They came round. They said, oh, I'm ever so sorry, Diane. We're going to take you down TGI Fridays. You, Ron and Milky. Okay? Are you free on Thursday? I said, yeah, we're free. We'll see you there. We get there. Larry Craddock sits there all proud. He says, listen, you lot, you have whatever you want off the menu. This one's on me. <laughs> Big mistake, Larry. I tell you what, by the time Milky was on his 15 chicken cues, John, Larry Craddock was going to punch the wall. I don't know whose idea it was to put Jack Daniels on a steak, but oh my God, I have three to bring home. I've had him in a sandwich every day this week. Oh, I get a cob from the baker's, slice it in half and put my big old Jack Daniel's steak in there and have it with some fried up onions and it's crispy as hell. What a gorgeous time to be alive. Oh, and I had a chock-a-buck of glory there. Ooh, it was delicious. I lost my head in it. It was heavenly, gorgeous, ice cream brain freeze treat of my life. And the woman what was serving us, she was gorgeous. If you're listening, Caroline in Lakeside, I hope you got the audition for whoever it was down Boots and Laces nightclub. You look gorgeous underneath that outfit. I tell you, I don't know you managed to survive with all the badges you were carrying on the front of your bleeding shirt. Everyone was tipping her left, right and centre. She was high kicking. Oh, she had a dancing spirit. I tell you that for nothing. We left her a big old tip. Well, Larry did, he had to. He didn't have a choice. He said, we could have what we want. So I left her a little bottle of Chablis. Gorgeous it was. Oh, the nights we had. Milky sat there with this little colouring pamphlet. It was lovely. Didn't even go over the lines. And Ron, oh, he had enough Grosch in those poppy top bottles to last him a lifetime. We had the time of our lives, and I tell you what, if they keep taking us out like that, I couldn't care less if they dig up my back garden. I love it. I just want to go down TGI Fridays all the time. I love it in there. It's absolutely beautiful. He said, it's much better than Frankie and Benny's. I said, you're not lying. I wouldn't even go in Frankie and Benny's. I don't like the colour scheme. Green and beige, whose idea was that? It's not a Murray Mint. I don't like me venues to look like a Murray Mint. I do love a Murray Mint, though, occasionally. If I've got a little sore throat, I'll have a little Murray Mint. It always reminds me of going on those gorgeous long trips where you have those mints in the little tin case. You know, I can't remember what they're called, travel sweets. You can only eat them when you're travelling, though. You can't have them any other time because they'll disappear in your mouth like a little explosion. That's what happens if you put a travel sweet in your mouth when you're not travelling. They'll just explode, they'll pop. 
like that. Oh my god, can you imagine? I get out of the car, I eat one in the car. Ooh, delicious, sweet man. Come out of the car, they're gone. Sweets bleeding, gone. No more bleeding travel sweet. Only in the car though, only when you're travelling. All right, that's enough rubbish from me. Here we go, let's introduce the first guest. Oh my goodness me, here we go, woo! Well, she's a rising musical sensation, to be honest with you. Her album just came out and it's got about 101 five-star reviews across every publication. She's doing ever so well. Now, last night she was out Attitude Awards, receiving an award for Best LGBTQ Plus Artist. Yeah, and judging by her Instagram feed, she had the time of her life. So I'm delighted to welcome to the Cobcast the wonderful Rebecca Taylor, a.k.a. self bleeding Steam. I'm very upset to look this haggard and you look that beautiful. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Yeah, you don't look well. No. <laughs> it was the Bloody Attitude Awards. Oh, yeah. I performed and Did then you? also won an award. What for? Um... It was called the Music Award. Oh, gorgeous. And I uh, said I wouldn't stay at the party long, and I did get in about three. That's all right. That ain't too bad. Did you get a little snack on the way home? A little treat? Yeah. Do you know what? The only thing that was open was this weird hot dog place on delivery. So I had, like, an absolutely enormous hot dog. Did you have a footlong? Alone, just, like, got it in. Got it in, so I, today wasn't so painful. Have you had any breakfast? No, so I've only just risen... I honestly look about 101. Um, and um, after this... You look gorgeous. Don't stop. Listeners, she looks like a million bleeding dollars. <laughs> I did last Mi- night. We spent a lot of money on it. And then today I'm like, oh. But um, yes, as I came in here, I announced that after this, I shall be needing some sort of spicy chicken burger. Oh, yeah, so- I like that. Favourite venue, Nando's maybe. Gives me heartburn, but some people love it. No, I'm not a Nando's girl. I'm, I, do you know, I love that McSpicy. Not, I don't know if we can advertise. Oh, yeah. quite. Go for it. Go for no. your life. The McSpicy one. This cob pass is brought to you by the McSpicy burger. <laughs> I, I, think, I wish the, it was. All the, chi- <laughs> all the chicken, if it were. <laughs> all the chicken bum all you can consume in one go, you can get it here, straight out mm. the fryer. How are you? Oh, I'm bleeding gorgeous. I've had a gorgeous morning. What have I done? Absolutely nothing. You know me, I wake up, headbutt a wall, and I'm ready for the day. <laughs> Just the way I roll. Probably how you feel now, that's, that's how I feel every morning. That's oh. just age. It gets to you. Where am I talking to you from? She looks like she's in a little white box. Is that your house? No, no. This is where I stay in London when I have to do, you know, big pop star London things. So I'm in oh, Hackney. Yeah. But um, I live in Margate normally. Oh, dear. Oh, lovely. I don't mind it down there. You know, it's a little bit miserable. To be honest, you think, oh, this is nice. Then all of a sudden, some man dribbling out the side of his corner of his mouth, throwing a bit of... Cornish pasty at you, and you're like, leave it, babe. I was having a nice little time there. I was in my own world. Then reality hits you. Boom. It's hit and miss for sure. There's a lot of dog shit on the floor. Oh, but once like you to navigate that, I get to live alone because I can afford to there. Oh, yeah, that is why I'm. I can't live with people. <laughs> I want to live in London, but I can't live in London alone. So you just weigh it up, you know. And here we are. Why can't you live with people? You're a little bit tidy or too messy. No, I'm literally neither. I'm very normal. I'm just so socially anxious and, and, and I love to do so little small talk that living with people is, I find, very difficult because of all the chatting you have to do. Yes, yeah, happy to chat, you know, for my job, but when I get in, I'm like, 
just want my spicy burger in bed. She wants no a spicy burger and a little duck down duvet, having the time of her life. Gorgeous. Hopefully I'll become, you know, Rita Ora big and then I can afford to live in London again. But for now I'm doing this weird... Rita Ora, she's on the way out, isn't she? I don't, I don't think she'll ever go. No, she'll never <laughs> I go. I also couldn't do one song. But she's my, um, you know, she's, that's the dream. Well, so you want to be the next Rita Ora? <laughs> You're a bit edgy for that, aren't you? <laughs> You're a bit too She's edgy. It's just this barometer for me. I'm like, why am I me? And Rita Ora is Rita Ora. I don't get it. But yeah. I can't see Rita Ora releasing a song about her social anxiety, can you? She's having the time <laughs> of her life. She wouldn't know it if it hit her in the face, like a chicken burger. Yeah. She wouldn't. She wouldn't care less. <laughs> so you just come back off tour, haven't you? How's that been? It's ever so busy. You're looking like you're picking up nice. It's going really well. Winning my first award last night, I thought, oh, I could get used to this. I've sort of not, not really been touring. I've did a load of festivals, and then now I'm doing loads of promo, and then we go on tour in about 10 days' time. For oh, OK, so you've just done the festival circuit, then you're going on a big old tour. Mm-hmm. It's like it's two weeks of like record store touring with doing like acoustic stuff, and then a month of the big shows. How do you find life on the road? Do you like it? You've got quite a big band that you go around with, don't you? Do you have a tour bus? Oh, we're travel lodging it. We're even like campanilling it. You know what I mean? I'm really frugal. Like I refuse any, every penny has to make sense because I can't bear it. I'm so desperate to like make money and these just don't in this game. So yes, I have a big band, but it means um, I'm sort of speculating to accumulate, you know? Like my dream is to be such a big sort of venue artist that, that it's worth spending the cash now to make the show amazing. But yeah, we go we go in uh, the splitter and we have travel lodges. Oh, lovely. And what's your little and, service station? What's your service station treat? What'd you go for? Greg's? Ooh. Subway? Maybe you have a little Simply Food? Marks and Spency? What's your choice? I'm a big fan of the, you know, the best ever prawn sandwich they do. Oh yeah. It's you literally like me... a fiver. Yeah, you wouldn't get me near a prawn babe, but no? you go for your life. Why not? I've been trapped on a tour bus with someone that had the wrong prawn. And tell you something, that ain't pretty. Do you know what I mean? The wrong prawn. The wrong prawn. That's what Squid Game was based on. Sorry, that's my new joke you're saying. Oh, it's just like Squid Game's this, having never seen Squid Game. Yeah, it's not just you. It's the rest of society. Oh, it's just like Squid Game's this. Everything's like Squid Game. Yeah, we get it. It's a show. Everyone's watching it. Why is everything like bleeding Squid Game? Do you know what I mean? This is me. But Squid Game. <laughs> okay, Instagram, we get the message. This is me. This is a big plastic doll. Squid Game. <laughs> this is what I look like when I've just eaten a curry. Squid Game. I might we watch get that. it. Bleeding internet. Have you not seen it? No. I haven't got any time. I'm a very famous pop star now. Of course you are. You keep saying that, babe. Manifest. <laughs> so in the, I imagine in the, where'd you grow up in the 90s, didn't you? Yeah, I was 86, I was born. 86, good year. Rotherham, mm. beautiful. I can imagine you were a little teenager in Rotherham, having the time of your life. What was the pop music scene like then? Well, I was really into, like, new metal and then indie, so I was very, like, uh, uh, you know, rock and roll. <laughs> give, us some, give us some bands you'd have listened to when you was... Oh, was there a little indie well, club in Rotherham? Um, there was, Well, there was this, like, weird pub that we would play gigs at. Um, I can't... Charters Arms, it was called. There was, like, four boys in my year at school. I had a band that I would go and see, and they would do Weezer covers, and I'd be like, I love this one, and oh, their yeah. original songs. Not so much, but the, the Weezer covers really popped off. Um, yeah, I was, I was really into new metal, um, so, like, Alien Ant Farm and uh, Some 41 and all that no shit. No idea. 
Absolutely lost on me, no. but gorgeous. Alien Ant Farm, never heard of them. What were you into then? What, in the, in the 1970s? No, when Abba? you were a teenager, yeah. <laughs> when I was a teenager, well, that was Abba, wasn't it? Okay. Do you know what I mean? That was Abba. Well, that's cool. Abba was the best Rebecca? band in the world. Oh, should I call you Rebecca or should I call yourself? How do you like to go by? Uh, Rebecca is what okay. I like. Yes. Beautiful. So you was going down the new metal clubs, having the time of your life, with a choker on. Beautiful look. Down Claire's accessories, getting a thin pierced. I no, this is my thing. I was I was I never dyed my hair. I never. I've only got my ears pierced. I never like went there. You know, I was always. You never had a tattoo. No. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm too worried to disappoint my mum ultimately at all times. So. Being decisive as well. Maybe yeah, I am a Libra. I, I, although I do think I am decisive, but um, it's more like I've got all this bravado and I'm, I feel. See, say all this shit, but I'm actually like very shy and timid and scared of everything. Oh yeah, it comes across very much in your music, doesn't it? Because you're you're one of these new. Well, there's nothing quite like you out there, and that's a that's a nice thing to say. You're very, you've. I read somewhere that you're trying to be the Trojan horse to pop and bring all these interesting issues into pop music, can't you? Mm. That's your kind of vibe. And for people who don't know, listening at home, give us an example of music because one of your songs was ever so big recently, and that was. There was a little, there was a little tell to tell in there, weren't there? A little tell to tell. Uh, yeah, I, I do this all the time. Uh, I just wanted to make a um, sunscreen book for me because I love that was such an important song. I think it's like a, so beautiful. And so yeah, I was just pissing about really. I, my, I was in Sheffield in the studio before I started making this record and experimenting really. And, yeah. I, I, I wanted to do just a spoken word thing and I didn't even think it would make the album and then yeah people have gone mad for it it's amazing I did it last night at the bloody Attitude Awards uh, to a room full of you know people who weren't listening even to Elaine Page and I thought oh god I'm gonna bomb here and um even that it was like people listened it's so it's amazing I love I love it better than watch out Elaine Page well also watch, showgirls. watching Elaine Page Ooh, I was like Elaine oh. pa- Elaine Page has broken her neck. Who put those pearls there? <laughs> Everyone looks at self-esteem. Her. No way. No, she has to. Like, my manager, we were watching Elaine Page and my manager was like, oh, it's like looking into the future because she does, I look like her. <laughs> and she she just was like, yeah, that's hopefully what my what I'll be doing, you know, singing. I do this all the time in a pink ball gown. Um, 25 years time yeah. I reckon it could happen why not let's put our heart into it and then I think also as well that you're you talk a lot about well mental health didn't you it's, it's quite a big issue in the stuff that you write about and that you sing about in your songs mm-hmm. and I wonder because you obviously now you can't be a pop star unless you live your life on on the internet essentially mm-hmm. you've got to keep a social media presence and I know it's recently you got you get quite upset yourself don't you by social media you can you take things sometimes quite personally when you read all those comments. Well, you know what, that, it, yes. And I have the logic to know that this is part of it. And I get mm. so many lovely messages and then I'll get one shit one. And I'm just getting used to that um, because I've fared very fucking well so far. People are nothing but lovely to me. And then it's just a numbers game, like, the the audience is growing a little bit and so once there's more it's flooding um there's more chance of negativity and that's fine there's some like in this 
initially I react very, I mean, I'm very hurt when they say things about my voice or my, what I look like. I th I'm just like, fucking, Bob Dylan couldn't sing. You know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Um, also, I can fucking sing. Yeah, but you can sing. <laughs> I know, but that was you the thing. You can sing, yeah. I got really upset because there was just a load of men saying I've got no technique and stuff. And I just thought, what? Oh, it was really awful. But, um, uh, but when they're being very misogynistic and horrible and, 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 and uh, there was a lot of like, not all men discourse. And, uh, you know, in a way I'm like, it's scary, but then you, I let them sort of in real time perfectly illustrate why I'm doing what I'm doing. And if I just sort of sit back and let them comment this mad shit, it's like, well, this is why I'm, you know, trying to make a difference for women um, and equality. Because <laughs> look but at. Do you not feel if that. you just let those. Those voices whisper into the distance. They just kind of disappear a bit, don't they? They do, and I, I learn my by responding. You almost give them a you almost give them a platform in a way to let them, you know, let people see their stupid little things. After all, it's some man called Graham sat in a one bedroom flat in Rotherham, probably where you come from, and he doesn't my like you because Graham. of what you represent. <laughs> yeah, they're all called Graham. They're all eating a little tin of tuna fish for their breakfast. That's what they do. They've just knocked one out to God knows what bad girls. They've just knocked one out me. to a VHS of bad me. girls. Probably over you. <laughs> yeah, just me. think. Big old picture of you on their on their twenty-seven inch LG. LG. <laughs> big old picture of you. They're knocking one out. Good. Just having the time of their life. Yeah. Then they message you on Instagram and she bleeding replies. Oh, they go back in for round two. Watch out that picture of you on their TV screen. Uh. God, there it goes again. Oh my yeah. God. It's just fascinating, isn't it? I'm getting better at it, and and, and like I said, I, 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 for the most part, it's a very beautiful, lovely place for me. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's something as well that you're one of these pop stars that's bi, they call it bisexual. <laughs> that's what they call it these days. Now, I adore it. It's a beautiful term. But tell me, what's it like being bisexual and being like a, a pop star? Because... You know, actually, weirdly, being bi is something that doesn't really get much representation, does it? As much as there's, you know, there's a lot of voices out there, but being bisexual is a lot of biphobia, isn't there? And people have a certain attitude towards being bi. So what do you feel about... Do you, do you get lots of positive feedback from people or do you ever get experienced people being like, well, what is bi? They don't really get it. Um, yes and no. Like, uh, for the most part, it's never bothered me and it's always just been very... No I, I get confused by people who aren't. I get very confused by people who are straight. <laughs> I just feel like you can't know that. <laughs> it's not finite. But, um, yeah. Do you reckon they should all have a little try then? 
Yeah, right? I, I, have a little lick. <laughs> have a little have a little nibble. See if it's down for you. Do you know what I mean? I, get them, that's what. When they, get, when they get to sixth form, set up a buffet, let them have a turn. Have a little try that. Have a little try this. Why not? Yeah. Experimental. And, and we, get it in there. It's a good idea. You don't have to be consistent. You don't have to be the same your whole life. Like, you get, like life's really long if you're lucky and there's just loads of stuff to do if you want. I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with it. I haven't come across too much. I think that there's obviously, in the queer community, bisexual is the one that gets a bit of shit. But, um, but I, I just, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I, it's all lived experience. Like, if you can't understand something, that people find that, um, negative, you know, have negative feelings towards what they can't understand. And that's fine. I just let it roll. My main MO is like, I, girls saying to me like oh it's a girl crush I've got such a girl crush on you like that term has sort of ruined my brain over uh, over my life because <laughs> that to me just never you don't need to preface it with that with this like it's um, not real because it's it's othered a fantasy almost yeah, and I'm all, like it's just a crush like that's my point but I'm also like not saying this so like more people more women want to sleep with me uh, uh, officially. I don't mind if you don't want to sleep with me, but you do find me attractive and you're a straight woman. I just can't... I, do, I just think everyone's got to, like, let the boundaries go a bit more and we'd all be a bit happier if we just were not so full of shame. You weren't brought up as a Catholic or nothing? You didn't have no religious... Um, no, pretty Christian, really. My, my grandparents were a massive part of my life and I did a lot of the church shit, but it also, also that's still, like, my parents are sort of... There wasn't a very, like, right and wrong feeling about the, uh, the religious side of our family. Like, so I, and also I think about this a lot, like, I left school and went into being in a band and have just, my life has been, I've had jobs, but for the most part I've been an artist full time. So I guess it is very easy for me to sit here and be like, it was never a big deal for me to to just shag women as well as men. Like, I don't know what the big problem is. And then, I again, it's... It's not always that easy. I, I've had a, a weird life in which there aren't many, like, societal norms, whereas um, I get it if you go to, like, you know, uni and then the job and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I've had it easy. Um, and do you think the music industry has changed for you in the different stages you've had in your career, so when you was, compared to when you was younger and now? So how's the industry changed towards you as you've started to kind of be more outspoken? I mean, it's like I was living in a different sort of setting or something. Like, I was in a band for a decade, indie band, you know, all men, all no other women were involved, and, 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 and everyone was a lovely person and no one was a shit, but it just the inherent sort of misogyny of just no other women being involved was really hard. And then also, uh, the main difference is I used to think, shut up, get on with it, don't be any trouble. And whereas now it's like, communicate what you need and be brave enough to handle it if um, people want to call you difficult. Because, I, I mean, I'm not difficult, but it's more like... I mean, so I'm not being very eloquent here, but, like, I'm putting it into practice in my life, which is, like, I was brought up and lived, like, please please don't uh, be mad with me. Um, make sure you, you don't draw attention to yourself. Make sure you're not in any trouble. Make sure... You don't rock the boat ever. 
that's like an, a sort of women. That's what you're taught as a woman to be. That I, you know, mm. and and it spilled over into my career and music, and it, you know, it really inhibited my creativity and I, my art suffered for so long for it. And now I, the only difference is that I. I don't think the industry's really changed much. Don't think I think I'd still be having the shit laugh I was always having, but the difference is now I'm managed by women. I'm my band is like people who love me. My label sort of go with me on stuff. Like I've just changed the team and the narrative. Yeah, you change your own narrative as well. Well, yeah, and it's about being brave. I've I've realised like. It isn't going to change. It's still always going to be a shitty, scary place for for me. But the difference is all that. What what I've changed is how my you know I've got thicker skin. I'm brave enough to go to face it. If you want, if you want to say that I'm being difficult, like that used to be like, oh my god, don't think I'm difficult. Whereas now it's just a sort of every cool. You know, you can think that. I know I'm not being. I'm just being respectful to myself and not sleeping on a floor under my coat in Paris, you know? Do you call that out? Do you not say, well, that's, you know, it's like someone telling you you're dramatic. Stop being so dramatic. It's like, well, no, I'm not being dramatic. I'm just saying what I feel. Exactly. I mean, society makes you big feeling people are crazy or... Silenced. Yeah. And I can't understand that because I think the majority, like, even that... I do this all the time. My song, people going, "Thank you so much for saying that." I feel like I feel like that too. And I, I think your Instagram intimidates me. You, you, you're bluffing your way through life, and then in the DMs telling me that you feel all these things I'm saying. It's like, so the the setting, base level setting of most humans is to feel stuff, and all and society's made you go, just don't. And then loads of people are really good at it. And some people like me are fucking terrible at it. And then you end up having quite a difficult life from it. And I mean... But also, in a, in a sense, you, you give off a persona as well, don't you? Because you're, you're out there giving it large and then you like, you know, retreating in your, in your cosy place with a chicken burger. I'm quite transparent about both sides of myself, I think. No, I think you very much so. I know that I think that's what's nice, though, you know, is that we don't see that from most people. Yes. And it's a, it's a tricky world. As because some people feel it's a vulnerable thing to let their, you know, and you've been, you, you say about that all the time in your music, and that's absolutely gorgeous. But did you write for that other band that you was in? Was you a writer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's two of us wrote all the stuff. So it's a lot of, we, we would sort of co write everything, and then it slowly got more and more that we just each wrote our own songs. And I'm really proud of it. Like I made like five records, toured the world. Mm. I, I still like, look, I, I think I will make like a sort of, soul northern solely kind of torch song record again one day it's not that i couldn't fuck with that genre but if i found it a very um like i would have low all these ideas that couldn't go there and i had such a fear mm. of putting them anywhere else so they were just sort of sat and that just made me very resentful and very fucking constipated <laughs> uh creatively and and and, and i mm. my mental health was f- fucking dawn in my my life every day was pretty bad in my brain and now like the it's like someone's like the most enormous like sailor's rope knot has like one done in my tummy because i just get to create what i want to and it's like solved Mm. quite a lot of problems so 
<laughs> Wish I could. Like, and I, I imagine it's probably it's probably resolved a lot of problems from other people hearing like, hearing someone say it out loud as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a, a beautiful thing. And do you with your music? Does it? What comes first? Does does the con- like does the issue or the concept comes first? You like, I really want to write a song about this, or is it? Do you start with the melodies and the ideas, and how does it work as a, as a songwriter? It I, always different. Like some often I'll be like, okay, I want to write a song about this. Like, yeah, I have a sort of agenda that I'll I'll a remit I'll give myself to 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 stay in, or sometimes it's just a melody that's like not left my head. Sometimes it's just one line I've written. And that will create the whole thing. Sometimes, like we, me and my producer, will make something in the studio, and then I'll, out of nowhere, write it all really quickly. But I'm quite, um, like I used to think I have to sit and, uh, and labour over with a guitar structures and 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 do nine to five songwriting like Neil Young, and 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 that was again like very um, not very productive for me. So now I just let it sort of come. I mean, it's a bit of a wanky way to say it, but does just sometimes just you have to like go for it in the moment yeah and then there's a lot of times where it doesn't come <laughs> and i just eat burgers and watch the telly and and we have to wait <laughs> well this sounds gorgeous so what have we got next i mean you've got a book coming out soon uh yeah so we're releasing i, I do these voice uh, iphone notes that i post so that was like one of the first creative sort of outlets i had was i would just so I call I think they're poems, but like we could debate that. <laughs> uh, so I've been posting them. I wouldn't bother about, debating it with me. I wouldn't know it if it's. I wouldn't know a poem if it hit me in the face. Um, so about 2015, I started doing that. So this publisher was like, we should release them all chronologically, and I was sort of like, yeah, cool, and we'll do it in a. We're going to make it like iPhone shaped the book, so it's like a little piece of art as well. Um, mm. And the editor. Uh, compiled them all and then was like we just need you to go through because we need to cut a few and I was like yeah 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 and I put it off for honestly months and I was like I really want to do this but the idea of going through my brain from 2016 onwards is horrible it was horrible but I did it and now it's coming out and the album's doing ever so well we're ever so pleased for you and do you know what my gorgeous babe I think I'm going to say goodbye to you, my... Thank you for coming. I know you're hungover and you're not feeling very well, so thank you for coming on and doing it. You're gorgeous. Do you, I would do anything. It's been lovely. Oh, stop it. And then Milky is sat over there. You can't see him. He's in the corner with a big old munch bunch yoghurt chopping away at it and he's got his fruit shoot. He's having the time of his life. Ooh. We're going to write a little song for you and we're going to sing it based on this gorgeous <gasps> interview. Have a gorgeous day, my beautiful babe. Thank you. You too. Get Bell. Have a Red Bull. See you in a Ooh. bit. Bye. Ta-da. So here's a little song for self-esteem. Looking out over a music world and you ain't happy with the way it seems. Nobody listens and they're doing the thing, but you got to break the way it seems. If you want to do things yourself, you got to do it in your own time, baby. And if you want to change the world, you got to do it in your own time, baby. Looking out of a world where nobody says what they feel. Everything, every image you see, it ain't nothing and nothing feels real. So, you don't feel like it talks to you, but don't believe the lies. Say what's laying in your heart and you gotta pick people shining 
Cause if you wanna change the world Then you got it in your own time, baby And if you wanna change the world You gotta do it in your own time, girl And if you wanna change the world You gotta do it in your own time, baby And if you wanna change the world You gotta do it in your own time, girl We're here, we're here They say when you sing your song we hear, yes we hear when the love comes on Cause if you wanna change the world you gotta do it in your own time, girl And if you wanna change the world you gotta do it in your own time, girl What a beautiful time to sing it in your own voice, babes What a beautiful time to sing it in your own voice Cause they wanna hear, yeah we wanna hear, yeah we wanna hear they are yeah. And if you want to change the world, you gotta do it in your own time, girl. Thank you to my beautiful guest, self esteem. And thank you to my beautiful Milky for fiddling with the guitar, you see. And thank you to my beautiful producer, Chrissy Chris, a Chrissy Chris Jones. And this has been a hat trick podcast. Go buy a bone. A big thank you to the assistant producer Diggory Waite. This has been a hat trick podcast, so go and eat a paperweight. Goodbye. If you're gonna change the world, you're gonna do it in your own time, girl. And if you wanna change the world, you gotta do it in your own time, girl. And if you wanna change the world, you gotta do it in your own time. And if you want to change the world, you got to do it in your own time, girl. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs>